0: listening to episode 74 of Desi Geek Girls. I am Preeti Chibar. And I am Swatna Krishna, and we are recording on Monday, June 6th. Because it's a very exciting week for us.
1: It is! Okay, so you're not going to listen to this until Wednesday, um, June 8th. I had to do that math in my head. I was like, what is is six plus two? (laughs) Uh, It's Monday. Um, Because we are going to go in-depth on the first episode of Ms. Marvel. So we are actually going to skip news because uh, we just i think recorded last week and we're probably gonna record again next week for obi-wan or maybe even later this week so we're gonna skip news and go
0: straight to you know the good stuff uh yeah so the first episode we have been so like Swapna and i i think was it comic-con 2015
1: that sounds about, 2014 or 2015? Something like that. And I think that was like the first time you and I hung out together for like an extended period of time. Because mm-hmm. we were basically together that whole con.
0: Which was awesome. Yes. Um, but we both went in our like low-key Kamala Khan cosplay. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh. so to say that this has been a long time coming yeah. is an understatement, I think
1: absolutely and you know i had some trepidations going into this show um for a few reasons and like i just have to say it was just delightful from beginning to end it was just a joy like it really was just a joy
0: yeah i keep coming back. i guess okay so non-spoilery thoughts at the top um yeah it was i keep coming back to that joy because that's what Kamala Khan as a character i think represented for a lot of people she was mm-hmm. unique she was Interesting, she was fun, but she was so wonderfully, like, nerdy and happy and joyful.
1: And the thing I really love about her is that she is very much a product of her place, Jersey Mm -hmm. City, her culture, her religion, you know, Pakistani-American teenager living in Jersey City, um, but she's also universal. And that's a hard thing, you know, that's a hard balance. Like, she's very much... For us of South Asian, you know, she's very much a South Asian superhero while also being universal. And I was really worried about the show's ability to capture that duality. Um, And to make it clear, you can be very entrenched, you can be a character of color that's very entrenched in your culture. Um, and your religion and make does not you know make any pretenses about it or apologize for it but you can all, also be a universal character mm-hmm.
0: um and I think the show did that
1: very oh well oh god
0: all right yeah let's get okay into it. let's get into it spoiler, so, <laughs> spoilers abound um so the first episode is directed by Bilal Fala and Adil El Arbi who will be the Directors of the first and sixth episodes. Um mm-hmm. side note, they're also doing the Batgirl movie? TV mm-hmm. movie, I mm-hmm. think, right? Um And there are
1: only six episodes of Miss Marvel, correct? Only six episodes i I think it was an eight-episode show, and I that's that's sad for me.
0: Uh yeah, I know. It's a little bit of a bummer, but and then it's it's showrun and the fir- by Bisha K. Ali, who also wrote for Loki, but she's showrunning on this on this oh, one. Yeah. And it was, I, I I covered the press junket for Nerdist uh, on Friday, so I don't know when those interviews are dropping, but it's so funny, because I was like, how am I going to talk to these people without just sort of crying and saying thank you? Yeah. Because <laughs> like you said earlier, they like really nailed it, so it, it starts off, and we have Iman Velani as Mm -hmm.
1: who is delightful oh my god like the (laughs) second like the the first episode started playing and I'm watching it and I text you like she just and I haven't even even seen her on screen yet her voice sounds Mm -hmm. exactly what
0: I have imagined Ms. Marvel's you know Kamala Khan's voice like like superstar like put her in everything she is so wonderful because yeah so it starts off with this like homemade youtube animation sort of like giving us the lay of the land for captain marvel specifically Mm -hmm. um that kamala puts on her youtube channel that gets like i loved the like the animation was great and she's talking Mm -hmm. about how like kick-ass captain marvel is but the comments made me laugh so hard because they're from her friends and there's one from Bruno that's like, I don't know who made this, but this is
1: so cool. Oh, my God. This is like, and that's totally the type of stuff like I like, do to Preeti on like Twitter when I'm like, sh- like, I be say, you know, like, oh, this is, I don't know who wrote this great Spider-Man book, but it's fantastic
0: and you should buy it. Like, it's, it's just very authentic. It, it did. It's- it felt very, very authentic. And it's very, like, very in line with who Kamala was when she launched. Like, when. Yeah. Willow Wilson, Sana Amina, and Adrian Alfona launched that first mm-hmm. issue and that first volume like that is she is a superhero nerd. She yes. loves that, right? Um and I think I I think and, and we'll we'll get to this as the episode goes on, but something that is so striking in the comics is how that first issue ends, right? Where she mm-hmm. She's struggling with like her, who she is and where she fits in, you know, kind of standard stuff. And at the end of that first issue, she turns into white, blonde, Captain Marvel. Yeah. But that was, of course, almost a decade ago in terms of how you're dealing with that identity. And I was like, how are they going to do this in in the show? Mm -hmm. And they actually do a really wonderful job of mm-hmm. of how they end up handling it um so we get this whole thing and then it's like immediate her like it pulls out and it's Kamala Khan in her like cute little jersey study of bedroom who has to go her like parents are like you have to go get your driver's test mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yep um, yeah you texted me because the minute the car turns on <laughs> the oh my god
1: the number of times I like borrowed my mom's car I was lucky enough to have my own car in high school but like there were definitely times like I had to borrow I was I would borrow my parents car and turn it on and it'd be like Shankarabaranam, which is this like <laughs> 1970s Telugu movie and it'd be like Shankara and like i turn on the car and be like to like my white friends like <laughs> oh my god it was very very like
0: i mean it's these little points of like of like culture like cultural acknowledgement right of like uh we talked about it i think episodes and episodes ago about how new girl handled this Mm -hmm. representation and how great that was because it was that same sort of familiarity and that acknowledgement of like these are people who are watching the show and we don't need to over explain it yes um so she like gets in the car. She's with this driver's assistant. She immediately backs into his car, mm-hmm. and then the scene of her parents is such a wonderful introduction. Yes, <laughs> like, <laughs> like you said it, I think best. Like when it's you were- like they like
1: the fact that like her mom is like. She's like yelling at the uh, guy and defending her daughter, and then like two seconds later, the scene turns and she's guilting her daughter for failing the driver's test, and therefore you can't help me. Like it's oh my god, that's very like yes, you know that's very that's very the dynamic, and I think the thing I like about it too is it feels like a my big fat Greek wedding. Yes, like if you grew up in yes a, a, in a like a cult a household with a culture that is not like you know traditional like white American culture like it doesn't matter if you're not if you're not South Asian you know or specifically you know Kamala is Pakistani Muslim but you and I can you know we are South Asian so we can but I think even outside of that if you grew up like you can recognize a lot of these dynamics you can and i think that's what's done so well about this it's like the same thing like you and i did that episode about my big fat greek wedding where that's not about our cultures but we see so much of our cultural and family dynamics within the show and i think that's one thing the show does incredibly well
0: Mm -hmm. and and something that felt very very revolutionary to me though it's specifically the fact that it is a Pakistani American Muslim family is the complete lack of commentary on the culture and religion like it, it mm-hmm. is so matter of fact and it just exists because it is who Kamala is right yeah. it is not something for there, not something there for her to like like oh this is so annoying because i am muslim or because i'm pakistani it was just this is what her life is these are the trials and tribulations she has to go through and these are the moments of joy she gets to experience as a result of so like yes that to me i we i've never seen something like that for specifically i think a south asian culture or like mm-hmm. an Islamic religion I feel like it's always yeah. written in this very like heady sort of way um but here it was just like she's just a kid and this yeah. is just a, something that is a part of her life that she reacts to mm-hmm. yeah um, no,
1: I, I, I I, yeah I totally agree
0: right um so she does not pass her driver's test obviously yes. um her mother has a line uh who her mother who's played by Zenobia Shroff Muniba excellent but she has a line in the car where she's like this this is my fault like you were saying like the guilt but she says there's a long line of like fantasizing in my family and that is something uh they've brought really to the forefront for Kamala in this series mm-hmm. is that sort of like scrubs-esque daydreaming distracted from reality mm-hmm. thing which was interesting I thought because it's I really like the visuals Mhm. Right, the yeah, animation. no.
1: I think that one thing this show did incredibly well is it kind of finally brings us the balance between a show like Hawkeye that is meant to further the plot of the MCU that's meant to, you know, deal with like the tradi- a little more traditional of a superhero story with a show like a more stylized show like WandaVision mm-hmm. or Loki. I think this is finally kind of bringing the two together And having this very, very, very stylized show that is like stunning visually, it felt like watching a comic book, yeah. um, In a way, I haven't really seen much of, and but it's also a slightly more traditional superhero story in that, like it is, it's just it's a coming of age like superhero story, but it's told in a very with a very specific aesthetic through a very specific lens about a very specific character and. Mm So I really, really like the way they're doing it. And like, I am pretty notorious for not liking (laughs) shows about teenagers, but I loved this. Like I had no issues with the, um, like, I think because her angst doesn't come from the angst in the show, I think my issue is you, a lot of times the angst in the show comes from being just, like, a nerd in high school. But she's mm-hmm. very comfortable in her yeah. skin as a nerd. She is, she she enjoys, you know, there's the stuff with Zoe and stuff like that. But, like, yeah, she is, like, she's a nerd. She's fine with it. But it's, like, the stuff, the angst comes from, like, the, like, the who she is at home versus who she is at school and trying to reconcile yeah. those two things. And that is something I feel very, I, I... I think is very authentic in a way that like being angsty about being a nerd at school, granted, I am not a teenager, but that feels less authentic. That feels like a product of our time, not a product yes. of current teenagers time. Do you know what I mean?
0: Well, yeah, because nerd culture is cool now, right? Yes, exactly. Like, now it's like if you're into anime, you're not like a total weirdo. I know. Where, like, like, who doesn't know what Naruto is? Exactly.
1: <laughs> like, it's just, it's just, you know, and yes, of course, they're still going to be like popular, unpopular and totally. stuff like that. But like it's not necessarily the like badge of shame it was when we were growing up, and so um, yeah. But I felt like really hurt in the high school that guidance counselor stuff. Oh my god! Oh like my that, scene god. that came out early, but that was yeah, it was very just very funny, very well done. Um,
0: yeah. It had it definitely echoes. You know, like Spider Verse was clearly a big influence. Like mm-hmm, even mm-hmm. like Homecoming was clearly an influence. Where you see like yeah. you know. Kamala Khan came out. They were like, this is the new Peter Parker for a reason. Like Mm -hmm. she, when you were talking about how universal she was, that is also why Peter Parker was so universally loved is because people saw themselves in him regardless of, of where he came from. Because who can't identify with just struggling to be who you are and struggling. It's, it's the, it's the line that I can't wait to hear from the show, but that Willow wrote of, you know good is not a thing you are it's a thing you do yeah and that is
1: like I literally have that on a cross stitch that a friend uh my friend our friend Allie made me and yeah. like it's
0: like on my shelf because it's it's such a powerful you know it's it's with great power comes great responsibility it is despite all of the things you try to be better and you try to be the best person you can be and that is the struggle we're seeing from Kamala where she like you know, there's a moment. The whole crux of this first episode is that she and Bruno mm-hmm. want to go to AvengerCon, which is the first yes. of its kind. And like. And I have to say, okay. Oh, yes. I parent hat got put on because
1: I was like what kind of con happens at 7 p.m with a bunch of teenagers like my first one I was like oh my god I'm, I'm I'm the parent now like oh my god because I was like nothing good is gonna happen at a con after 7 p.m why is it this con during the day like literally I was like oh my god
0: oh it was so good though <laughs>
1: I was like, "Oh no! I am become parent, (laughs) destroyer (laughs) of fun."
0: (laughs) Oh gosh, yeah. So like, it's basically she knows her parent. Like, their plan was she was going to get her license, and then they were while doing wedding errands for her brother uh, Amir and his fiance Nadia's upcoming nuptials. They were going to swing by Avenger Con. She was going to wear this like Enter the Carol Danvers contest costume contest. Like, all this stuff. And then she doesn't get her driver's license. Mm -hmm. And so they have to, like, figure out what they're going to do. And Bruno, bless him. How many of us have this friend who does not understand the actual dynamics within the family? And Bruno keeps me, like, just ask your parents, man. It's going to be fine. No, 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 no. No. You worked around it. You figured out a way to have fun despite knowing you would be – Like, it. when I went to prom my senior year, So 17, 17 years old, I knew that if I didn't spend the night at a friend's house, I would not be able to go because I would have – my curfew would be so early. So I I was like, I'm going to spend the night at Jackie's house, like whatever. We like snuck out of my friend's house. We like went out. We did all this stuff. And I thought I was home free. I forgot to call my parents when I woke up in the morning. They came to my friend's house, stormed in. At, like, eight in the morning, and I was grounded for three months. Yep. Sounds about right. Like, this is not – there. this is what – this is – I loved it. I love – Bruno kept being like, just ask. Just nope. ask. And Kamala was like, you don't understand. Yeah. So yeah. of course. No. Yeah. It was, it was good. Like, yeah, it
1: was really good. I will say my parents were more liberal, and that part of that is having the second child. They were mm. a lot more um, – Younger one, a lot stricter with my sister. And also, like, they were just like, she likes Star Trek. What's she going to get into? Like, you know what I mean? So, they were like, actually, like, happy when I went out because they were convinced I would be like 45 and still living at home and unmarried. Like, I, <laughs> they thought it was going to be like their, their like, failure to launch child living in their basement. So, they were all like, yes, go, get into trouble, go. So, like, i not necessarily like, but there were, I definitely had aspects of that. Like, you know, a lot of it weirdly was like, like it's not so much going out but it was like um like trying to decide what I wanted to like do with my life and be like no but I have to tell them oh yeah it's like this kind of job because otherwise if they know it's a writing job then they won't want you know what I mean like that's her sort of thing so like yeah a lot of those like hijinks and mechanics to like which
0: we see heightened in a wonderful way right in yeah exactly. likely she so she's having these conversations with her friends like which the the relationship between Bruno and Kamala is great and adding Nakia to the mix is also mm-hmm. like all three of mm-hmm. them are just this like wonderful little friend unit
1: Yes, I do will say I do want to see more of Nakia. Mm-hmm. Um, um, we didn't get to see much of Nakia in the first episode.
0: Yeah, the first episode is largely about AvengerCon. Yeah. Um, And so we have this sort of like issue going on. And, and Kamala is trying to like not do anything because she thinks it'll help her. But she's just trying to, like you said, like balance this part of her life with her home life and how that works out um she gets this she goes home after school and this mail comes from her grandmother from her like a box comes from her mom's mom her nani and it's like a bunch of stuff for like amir's wedding but her mom clearly there's like distance there Mm -hmm. and there's some like she's like no it's junk don't look at it and kamala pulls out this like bangle Mm -hmm. from the thing and she's like what's it she's like it's nothing put it away it's junk leave it now let's go let's go do our errands in in, you know, Jersey City little Pakistan, like the thing, yeah. right? Which I freaking love that. Scene. Yeah, it was great scene. so much. Because they're just like like we both came to the same conclusion, which I thought was great, where They're going to the shops and it's, like, this really wonderful, cute little, like, acknowledgement of what it's like when you go to get, like, for us, it's, like, going to the India Bazaar, going to, like, get clothes for, like, events, picking up midai, like, whatever. But they go into this, like, clothing shop and Kamala is getting measured. (laughs) Yep. And I said this to another friend and you said it, you texted it to me where it's, like, a line from the scene and bend it like Beckham
1: yep really yeah it's right. like well to say, change these mosquito bites into, with a little something like these changes these mosquito bites into juicy juicy mangoes and like it's absolutely a the careless comment yep. the, the people make about your body because yep. they do like i remember my sister and i used to go together and they would comment on who which of us was skinnier yep. and it's like it's just shitty shitty comments on your body and it's like is that really necessary but it's also just like part of the experience yep and it's yeah, and so, but it felt so much like that.
0: It scene. really did. It was and like, that
1: scene in Bend It Like Beckham was revelatory for. Um, I think
0: that's the first time I'd ever seen anything like that. Yep, in like that, that Western movie. media,
1: mm-hmm.
0: on, yeah, on screen. I think that's a really good point because now we have this great like. There, the whole premise was very much of like how restrictive just found like Jess Minder found mm-hmm. her family and her culture to be and how it stood in the way of like what she really wanted to do. And here mm-hmm. it's more of an annoyance sometimes. I think, I don't
1: think she resents her culture. Not at all. And I don't think she resents any of it. I think she just wants to also be able to do what she wants to do exactly. like, and pursue the interests she has, but she has a lot of respect for her parents, mm-hmm. a lot of respect for her culture and I don't think that was necessarily not the case in Bend It Like Beckham, but I think it was less nuanced of a portrayal. And I think that was also a lot of what we were like, yep. I saw a lot of what I was going through because in that movie. And I think this is that for a new generation that has maybe a healthier relationship with their culture than we yes, did.
0: I agree with you uh, because there's this point where they're like, there's a comment made uh, about Kamala being too short for something right Mm -hmm. and her mom's like no she's not and then this other auntie comes in and they start talking about some like girl who ran off to Europe instead of getting married and met some Gora and like she turns around the auntie and says you're too short and her mom's Mm -hmm. like you are too short and that felt also very funny and real to me that is
1: that is my mom if you're listening to this I'm sorry but like my mom does that all the fucking time (laughs) she'll send she'll say something to me and then like Someone like some auntie will make some comment and then she'll completely contradict herself because the auntie <laughs> made the comment. And I'm yep. like, oh my
0: lord, because it's political and yep. you always have to be aware of like what is happening and where you're saying like 100%. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I loved that seat a lot. And Kamala, of course, is like, this is she, she speaks up. She's like, mm-hmm. well, isn't it great that she's like going to figure out what she wants instead yep. of getting married? And they just kind of like. Stare at her, which is kind of, and that—that's like the perfect like
1: encapsulation of the difference between Bendit like Beckham and this. Because in Bendit like Beckham, Parminder Nagra would have just like rolled her eyes, yes, you know what I mean, and not said anything. And so I feel like it really is for for a generation, you know, for that generation that's that age now. But it's still for us. But like, you know what I mean?
0: No, hundred percent. A little more,
1: a little healthier and more nuanced. Yeah, I like it. It's so sweet. It's so cute. Um,
0: so. so they like do all the the shopping and all of that and they go they go back to the house and kamala's just like trying to figure out something right she comes up with this whole plan and like none like she's just trying to figure out something and finally she does just straight up she listens to bruno's advice and she asks Mm -hmm. and she gets like saga or saga sorry saga is playing amir uh, her brother comes in, and and Kamala is like, if he wanted to do stuff, he's allowed to do stuff. Like, what the heck? Like, this isn't fair. Blah blah. blah. And I really like the relationship between Amir and Kamala mm-hmm. as well. She gets really frustrated with her parents um, because they're like, no, you can't go. Yeah, you can't go to this. So she goes. And I to loved,
1: the- I loved, by the way, these uh, the her dad
0: being like, of course we trust you. And I her know, mom's like, no, we don't. <laughs> like- that was amazing. And the dad, my favorite when she's like her dad goes you're not normal and she's like oh and he's like i meant you're special <laughs> i was like that's the best and a wonderful call out to what the new what the the first volume is called. Yeah. um yeah. no normal yeah no normal but she so she like rushes upstairs she's all upset and amir comes in and is like just a great older brother moment, right, where he's like, just let me I'll talk to them. Like yeah. and I really like the portrayal of Amir too, because Amir is uh, more into his religion than mm-hmm. even his parents are. Mm-hmm. Like he is uh, beca- he is devout in a way that mm-hmm. they are not, but he is not painted as this frustrating, conservative, no. annoying. Yeah. He's just a really kind like older brother who's yeah. there for his sister. Um, and so he's like, I'll talk to them. And so, <laughs> just what comes next? Oh my goodness! Is as a
1: adult, I can think of look at this and be like, "This is the cutest like Indian par- or like you know they're Pakistani American, obviously, but like Indi- like this cutest South Asian parent thing I have ever seen." But the teenager in me cringe. Oh my gosh!
0: They... So hard so she's she like is at home and her mom comes in it's like okay you can go and look so like the whole episode kamala and bruno have been working on her captain marvel cosplay costume and it's like super homemade it's very cute she has like a helmet with the light up like faux hawk of hair and they're trying to come up with like the special thing she might need um He makes her those, like, LED gloves that is so cute and cool. Uh, um, And so her mom's like, you can go. And look, what else? And she pulls out. Like, she's like, you have to go with your dad. Mm -hmm. You can go for, like, an hour, but your dad has to be there. But look what we did. And she opens the door. Like, she, like, pulls out a costume she made for Kamala out of a Mm -hmm. cellar gummies that looks like the Hulk. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And then opens the door and her dad comes in. Dressed as the Hulk and painted green. And her mom is so proud because she's like, Bada Hulk, Jyoti Hulk. Big Hulk, small Hulk. And like has a matching costume
1: for Kamala. And just basically like a salvar. Like, yeah. Like it's it's like, it's like a, Indi- you know, like just like a South Asian, Indian, Pakistani outfit. It's like a pants it's Yeah. Like a pants, suit. yeah
0: um and it's mortifying
1: and and you can tell how proud her parents are and how hard
0: they worked on it and it's just like oh my god no and she just immediately uh, she's a teenager like i same way like would have reacted the same way um is like this no we i'm going with no 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 and she's it's it's insulting and it's meant to be a moment where she's a realization of like she's hurt her parents yes right like that's where this sort of like nuance and slightly healthier relationship to that side of things comes in because she says these things because she's a teenager and she's frustrated and she wants to do this thing but the minute she sort of like she says, like, that's embarrassing, I think, right? Yeah,
1: some things, like, she's very clear, like.
0: And she's clearly, like, hurt them, and she, you can see it on her face. And she says, like, I didn't mean, and they're both kind of, like. Her mom puts on the, like, guilt trip and is like, oh, no, no, it's fine, whatever. Then you're not going, mm-hmm. basically, right? Um, and then Kamala comes up with this incredible plan her and Bruno to still be able to go and we get to see the like daydream version of it where she's like in this amazing costume yep, jumping out of her like bedroom window doing the superhero land like biking from a bridge onto the roof of a bus like all this stuff which is really fun and Bruno's like what are you talking about but okay I guess yep (laughs) yep um, and so, and aside to say, I really like how they fit Bruno into her life. Like, they've clearly uh-huh. been friends forever. He, like, speaks uh-huh. a little Urdu. He sets yes. up this, like, uh, home assistant that he's invented up for Yeah, them. and, like, er- like earlier, like, he's at her house. His mom, her
1: mom's like, are you staying for dinner? Or, you know, like, should we, you know. Like, it's just, he's very, like, comfortable with their family.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's very sweet. But so they try to enact this plan. It, it goes wrong immediately. She like mm-hmm. Her bike gets like lost from the bus, blah, blah, blah. But they get to Avenger Cot.
1: Yeah. Remind me, isn't there. Okay. Remind me because I might be. I, I watched this once and I was like making dinner for part of it. So like there are parts of it like I kind of register. Isn't there is when she's talking to her mom after the like Jody Hulk like situation. Doesn't one of her parents like this is who you are. Like these clothes and this stuff is who you are. Is there like a convert? Like, is that does that happen? Like, I feel like it happens because I feel like it registered that she was like, okay, like her costume.
0: There's a moment at there's a no 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 there's a moment where, which we should say prior to getting to Avenger Gone, where Bruno is talking to her and is like, you should have something that's you. That's like, what it is. Yeah. Okay. There's missing. From your
1: yeah, costume. okay. Yes. Okay. I was like there's something where they make the explicit connection of her costume. Yeah. Okay. Keep so going. So Bruno
0: is talking to her about because the whole episode she's like they've both been like there's something missing. Like there's mm-hmm. something missing from the costume. Like we have to figure out what that is. And Bruno is the one who's like it's got to be it's something from you. Like yeah. make this yours. And so Kamala before the the con goes upstairs and finds that bangle. It's Mm -hmm. like a, it's a big chunky sort of like, it almost looks like a gauntlet. It's so big. Um, And finds that in the box in the attic and Mm -hmm. is like, this is perfect. And so they get to AvengerCon, which is delightful. Like it's Mm -hmm. a, it's a Comic-Con essentially. So you see like silly artwork about like America's ass. You see like costumes, you see these like things. People have their like badges, all this stuff um and she goes to get changed for the cosplay contest mm-hmm. she leaves oh bruno's gloves get left on the bathroom floor which i was like oh mm-hmm. baby yeah and they're standing in line and she's like freaking out and bruno is like the most supportive yeah and he's like no no, no it's a-. you can tell he's like hurt by it but he's like no no no. this is your chance like go, go 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 and while they're standing in line she puts the bangle on and clearly something happens right she's covered by this like sort of pink blue power she like it looks like she like falls backwards and is all of a sudden in like a different Mm -hmm. space for a second and then gets pulled back to where she was and she's kind of like freaking out a little bit and in a like i know there's been a lot of conversation about how they've changed her powers yes i don't care (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah I'm I've got to say I know there's been a lot of conversation I don't really care because I think you can tell the key parts and I think they are doing a good job telling the key parts of her story that come with her powers yes uh in other ways um I don't have a problem with it and honestly like this is one of those situations like Sana amanat who co-created the character is very is involved in this series um uh Bisha K. Ali like clearly has a good I don't know. I'm not worried about it. Like, I understand people are, and I'm not trying to minimize their concerns, but, like, I don't think that's a conversation we need to have, because you and I aren't overly concerned by it.
0: No, I think there's the, I think that we can think, like you said, think about who is behind the scenes and has a deep understanding of what it is about her powers that are important Mm -hmm. to the story of her identity. Mm Mm-hmm. And making sure that those pieces mm-hmm. still exist. And yeah. I think her powers look really cool, actually. I think they're really pretty and fun to see on screen in a way that maybe CGI stretchy on a TV budget might not look so good. Just mm-hmm. saying. Yeah. Um, yeah. So she's got this, like, sort of, like, purple-bluish thing that comes over her. And then she's, like, back where she was. And Bruno's like, you have to get on stage. And, and uh when we saw who was hosting this cosplay contest turns out it's our friend ryan who works at marvel Yep, <laughs> yep. yep. I was, hey what i know him i was like
1: it was it was definitely sorry you can't see me but i made like a like what face like <laughs> I wait and I'm really bad at recognizing people like I have like I am convinced I have some sort of like mild form of face blindness that's probably just like I don't know but like I have a lot of trouble recognizing people and so it like took me like
0: five minutes to be
1: like huh. I know We're, you what? I, <laughs> anyway but
0: it was cute it was a funny little like keeping it in the family sort yeah. of moment which is nice Um, and you see all these various different kinds of, uh, Captain Marvel's on stage, including Zoe, we should say, they were like, at the top of the episode, like, we can't ask Zoe for a ride to AvengerCon, even though we've known her forever, it would be weird, but she's there, dressed as like, early version Captain Marvel in the comics, uh, Mm -hmm. who has never been seen in the MCU, so there's a great little moment there where she's like, she doesn't even look like her. Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah. Um, And so Kamala gets on stage and she's like kind of freaking out a little bit. People are taking pictures. Lights are flashing. And her powers just like explode out of her hand. Yeah. And they turn into these sort of like crystal looking things that hang mm-hmm. in the air before a moment before dissipating. Um, and she can't control it clearly. But everybody is like, this is the coolest show we've ever seen in our lives. And so there's a little bit of fun there, but one goes wildly awry. Yep. And hits this huge Ant-Man helmet. Yeah. <laughs> it's hanging and it's like an Indiana Jones situation. <laughs> Where like, it just, the helmet just starts rolling and like, mm-hmm. without any sort of force keeping it moving, it just keeps moving. Yep. <laughs> it was pretty funny. And led to one of the funniest moments in the entire episode, I thought, because it's like creating all this like, Uh, stuff around but one of the things it does is it breaks the chain holding thor's giant hammer up and the hammer starts swinging towards the stage where kamala has her helmet on and zoe are standing there and zoe is like that is so cool she's like trying to talk to kamala and kamala turns and sees the hanger the hammer flying and she just yells move and ducks herself (laughs) and the hammer hits zoe (laughs) I was like that is
1: perfection yeah yep because the uh the superhero I feel like it's a really good encapsulation of the fact that the superhero instinct of like saving others before yourself is one that you have to learn yes because like if you are as incapable as the person next to you you're going to generally like um, you know, like you're going, like just instinct, self-preservation, like that. Yes. So, no, I yeah. agree. It's. A I great thought it was moment. a really good. Yeah, I thought it was a really good moment. And smart. She's, she's got the powers, but she doesn't have the mentality yet. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's it's important too, because like a lot of uh, the first volume of Ms. Marvel is her like coming to terms with her powers and what it means and the person she's
0: going to be. Hmm. Yes, correct. That that's not something I thought of, but that's a really Good way of putting it, of, like, trying to have to actively learn that thing. Which, like, Mm -hmm. then a second later, of course, she realizes what's happening and uses her powers to save Zoe. Yeah. And it's great, right? She, like, is freaking out. She gets away. They don't – nobody knows who she is because she had the helmet on. So no one can Mm -hmm. see who it was. Bruno's the only one Mm -hmm. who sees it all and knows who did it. And mm-hmm. so they like run away, they make it back to her house. Um now I watched the first two episodes and so Yes, I've only seen the first. Um I don't remember where this one ends. Does it end the next morning when she wakes up? Or does it end I just I remember it ends like and she's like
1: back in her room mm-hmm. and like her parents have grounded her, I believe. Okay, so they do they have know, the conversation think, yeah. in the morning.
0: Yeah. Um. We're in that. In that. You know. She gets home. She and like she and Bruno. After Bruno helps her like climb back onto her roof and get back into her room, and her mom is waiting for her. Yeah. And they have this like wonderful conversation where her mom is like clearly coming from a place of like love and care, and is like, "You need to think about your story." not everybody else's which I thought was a great way to frame that parental concern because it's not Mm -hmm. coming from a place of like you're not being good enough you're not being blah blah blah." it's you need to think about who you are
1: Mm
0: -hmm. not who you are in relation to other people yeah right yes I think
1: yeah it was very it was very I thought the whole episode was just really thoughtful really well done um the things I think I would like to see more of, I'd like to see more of, uh, and I think this will come, like, more religion involved in, because the religion is a, religion is a very integral part of Kamala's story, and mm-hmm. I want to see that, um, more of that. Like, it was definitely an integral part of her household, but we haven't seen it as it pertains to her That is, yet.
0: Com- I will say that it is coming.
1: Okay. So, um, that is something I li- more of Nakia, because we didn't get to see also- much of Nakia Uh, But otherwise, like, I, like, and those aren't really complaints as much as this is the first episode and they're, you know, we're, we're, like, I don't expect to see everything in the first episode, Mm -hmm. but those are, like, my, like, would like to see in the future. But this was just a lovely, lovely, it was really, it was really lovely. I mean, like, I just, I, like, and it's funny because, like, I told you, I was like, I'm not sure I have, I, like, I really enjoyed it, I loved it, but I'm not sure I have much to say about it. And clearly that was, I figured, like, once we started talking (laughs) about it, like, I would, it would um like that would change, but like I didn't feel like I had much to say. But like now I realize like I did, I did have a lot to say. Um and even even though I feel like you and I, um, we uh, like there's a lot of like thought that like if all you have to say is positive stuff, there's nothing to talk about. And I think mm-hmm. you and I disprove that a lot. And I love that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah we can we can uh, look at something and dismantle it and and have a conversation about it and acknowledge the pieces that all work really well right yeah and I think that's what we were doing and I hope so I uh, yeah right I hope so that's how that's what it feels like um I think there's a reason. Dizzy gave everybody who is gotten who had gotten screeners the first two episodes. The first two episodes, right. And a lot of what you're asking for does happen in the second episode. And that like makes the, sense. The first two episodes are a great one-two punch of an introduction mm-hmm. for uh Kamala, both in terms of where she fits in. Like like we're saying, the whole thing is like balancing these pieces of her lives. And so mm-hmm. the two episodes present a very cohesive uh Conversation about both those aspects. So yeah, the first and I one think that's smart
1: because yeah. I feel like everybody would jump to that same, like you know, well, are we not going to like explicitly address the yeah. religion stuff? And I'm glad I figured that wouldn't be the case though because I know who's running it, and exactly. I know you know. Uh, j- but like, I didn't want to mention for people, it for people, other people who had the mm-hmm. same thought, like you know.
0: Yes, but yeah, so, no. I,
1: I, at some point, I will watch the second one. Although I may wait until it's. We'll see. Like I am, um, um, oh, oh, I'm trying not to watch too much early these days because then, like, uh, then it turns out like we never watch it at home, and then like I get really
0: behind
1: because like <laughs> I'll, I'll get into what we're t- watching when we're talking about what we're watching right now because there's so a whole. But yes, so um, uh, well, well we,
0: I realized we left off the post credit sequence. <laughs>
1: right and i i kind of i was like watching out of the so explain this to me because i was watching out of the corner of my eye and i didn't even kind of realize it was post-credit season
0: it's it's some kind of unnamed governmental agency that has they've seen the clip of yeah kamala at the at AvengerCon, and um there's clearly some kind of like we have to figure out who this person is with powers. It's, it's a little, like, unnerving. I mean, you mm-hmm. pair, like, governmental agencies searching for people based on things they can do. It's not great. And so more to come on yes. that front. But that's clearly setting up some kind of, like... Real, more official response. Yes, yeah, some kind of, like, scary official response. Like, we don't know, I guess, what the state of the MCU world is officially...
1: Yes, but I imagine it's not great considering the Mysterio Peter Parker thing. Even though they've forgotten about that in terms of like you know, obviously the end of No Way Home, the end of No Way Home, they've forgotten that Peter Parker is there's no reference
0: to Spider Man. Right, they've forgotten
1: that Spider Man is Peter Parker, but the the atmosphere and the the situation in which they basically went after him in a witch hunt and arrested his friends and interrogate. That is still there, even if they've all forgotten about,
0: you know. Who it was.
1: Who it was or aspects of that. That's all still there. So it's probably not, you know, the best. I mean,
0: there was a moment, there's a moment at Avengers Con where we see a memorial wall to Mm -hmm. Tony Stark and Natasha, Mm -hmm. who often gets left off. left out of these conversations and I know Bisha had said something like I am that was I am here to make sure we memorialize Black Widow as well um and so there's like that brief moment in terms of like the outside world Mm -hmm. but most of what we see is very just fan-based of people and it's also
1: and it's also, like, keep in mind, like, sorry, going back to the MCU, like, technically the Sokovia Accords are probably still in effect, even though, mm. so this might be just, like, an unlicensed superhero situation, you know what I mean? Like, yeah.
0: I don't, it's, uh, yeah, I, I don't do know. It
1: we don't well, know and people. so we don't know I mean, that's the point we don't know a lot of what and maybe some of this is answered in Multiverse of Madness that we which, haven't seen
0: which we will well, we I'm will see, see in
1: a few weeks in June yes when it's We've screening plus I think June 22nd so yes. we'll talk about it at some point soon <laughs> but uh yes yeah, so we just don't know
0: we just don't know and based on the other TV shows Loki is so self like Loki is in it it's isolated in what mm-hmm. it is um even like the, and then Falcon Winter Soldier is mm-hmm. what it is. But even that, yes. it's like... But that is
1: very government-like controlling and... Yes. Like
0: it dis- was interesting. Although that would have been... Oh, my God. Falcon and Winter That's- Soldier was over a year ago.
1: Yeah, that would have been before No Way Home.
0: No Way Home. Yeah, No Way What home.
1: is time? I know. So, like, I think, <laughs> I, think, I think the implication is that the government is still very involved in superhero activity. But on the, like less visible side. And wa- after WandaVision too, the government's mm-hmm. going to be really, really... Yes. After, like, I don't even know the word, but like... Powered, uh, after powered yeah. individuals. Yeah, after after the events of WandaVision. So uh-huh. like, yeah, I can see them being like, oh, we got to go, go in and regulate this, you know?
0: And we know, based on what is forthcoming from the MCU, that the Marvels is going mm-hmm. to have captain marvel uh monica rambeau and kamala khan yeah and there is the like symmetry of the visualization of their powers Mm -hmm. which i think is very interesting but i don't know what it means
1: Mm -hmm.
0: so i don't know we'll see right yeah,
1: but it was it was a great first episode and so good. Am, yeah, I'm really looking forward to what comes next. Like especially I,
0: because Farhan Akhtar and Fawad Khan are both yeah. in our future. Yes. Yeah, I really <laughs> I'm actually really excited to
1: hear what uh like my husband thinks too because as somebody who he, as like as someone who has been very immersed in you know we've been married for 13 years or something like it's been a long time so he's been very immersed in the South Asian world but he is wait I'm really curious to see how he what he what he picks up on what he doesn't because also I will say a lot of the dynamics were familiar but a lot of like the specifics I'm South Indian a lot of these specifics were like uh like not like we don't speak Hindi at home Mm -hmm. we don't you know so it wasn't you know Specific, which is fine like it doesn't have to be yeah specific. and i'm but I'm, I'm curious to see what he picks up on in terms of like the dynamics and stuff like that like yeah that was very
0: me. that was very interesting because i'm north indian but punjabi half punjabi and punjab and pakistan are right next yes yeah, so other. there's a lot
1: of similarities mm-hmm. um and so yeah i am very curious as to what, like what he
0: <laughs> picks up on <laughs> every time her mom was like okay chalo beta <laughs> it's like oh yeah. my god yeah <laughs> um all right i feel like that's yeah we that's, did i feel like that. that's pretty good uh we'll be back i think we're gonna continue to cover in whatever way it might be yeah
1: whatever way feels right, right. in terms of uh what happens it. while also covering obi-wan like why are they doing, why this, are they doing to this to us i don't know <laughs> and then multiverse of badness
0: so we're gonna uh, it's like
1: i know it's that's, too
0: much it'll be fine too much um. All right. What are you doing? Um. I am the host of Far Out, a YouTube. Yeah. Genre. Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> 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 um. Okay. Sorry. Um. I just didn't expect that. I'm. Very pumped about it. Uh, it's uh, our next episode is going to air um, a week from Thursday, so June sixteenth, and I can I can tell you all that it is on the future of kind of drinking water and the idea of like water recycling and stuff like that. I think it's a really interesting episode. Really excited for people to watch it. Um, and I'm kind of doing promo here and there for the show. So I've, I'm on a couple of podcasts, so um, I'm promoting them on um Twitter. So if If you want to see, that is kind of the main thing I'm doing. I'm also doing all my other stuff that I'm not going to mention.
0: But that's the main thing. That's the big thing. Check it out. It's so fun. It's such a delight. We did a little mini Q&A about it last time. We did. It's so good. Very, very proud of the work that you're doing. Thank you um all right what am i doing i'm just gonna mention the spider-man pre-order i am working with my local indie little shop of stories in decatur georgia if you pre-order the book from them i will like sign it i'm gonna like go into the store and sign all the copies that get pre-ordered from them so we'll put a show we'll put a link in the show notes um and of course the stickers are still available so like to that how to get a sticker if you want one But yeah, Little Shop of Stories in Decatur, Georgia. Pre-order from them and get a signed copy. If you want it personalized, you just put it into the comments.
1: Um, And what are you into?
0: Okay, so I watched... I've seen uh, several episodes of The Boys Season 3, which is not a show that I usually gravitate towards. It is super violent uh, and super crass. But my beloved Jensen Ackles is on the third season. And so I am stomaching all the violence for him. He's very good in what I've seen. um, But there's not enough of him. That is my only complaint. It's I mean, the show is great in terms of like, man, Anthony Starr, who plays Homelander, is fucking terrifying. He can just like I've never seen someone who can use their face like he uses it to go from like. Because, like, you know, the premise of The Boys is if superheroes and capitalism, like, that's what it is. So, Anthony Starr plays Homelander, who's, like, a Superman without morals. Mm -hmm. He just wants to basically be a god.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. But he's the most powerful person on the planet. So, like, it's horrifying. And he's, like, sort of, like, collapsing mentally in this season. Um, But it is extremely violent and, like like blood and gore and exploding bodies violent and and just super bleak so if you're not looking for that
1: yeah that's why i haven't watched it
0: cannot recommend but everyone on the show is so good they're all just so like you said carl urban i know that's a that's <laughs> why i like it. that's i've always
1: tempted to watch it because i love him and i have loved him like for a very like like very very long time and so uh i mean there's I no usually bones. watch everything he's in yeah i usually like i'm like he's one of those like literally i i had a like i i like had a recorded like or downloaded like car commercial because he was in it like i'm talking like stalker levels of like love for carl urban and i will not watch this he's,
0: show he's very good in it um <laughs> he's he is great he is great but yeah, it's 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 hard to get through if it's not something that you're specifically looking for. Yeah. Um. And then the other thing is I want to mention that DC versus Vampires, the first two issues are on DC Unlimited. And if you have not read this, like it's so good. It's so the art is Otto Schmidt and it's amazing. It's um, Matthew Rosenbaum, I believe, is is the writer. And it's just so weird and fun and also somewhat horrifying but it's very stylistic so it's not the same it's great i like highly 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 recommend picking it up uh and so yeah just that's that's what i'm doing right now or what i'm into um
1: so i'm into for star trek strange new world so this is what i was talking about earlier like I watched the first two episodes at the premiere and I made a conscious choice not to watch the screeners. I have screeners through like episode like eight or something. And I've made a conscious choice not to watch them because what happens is like my husband and I were making a conscious effort to like actually watch things because we kind of, it's like, it's, it's hard when you have a toddler and all you want to do after they go to bed is go to bed. So we're making an effort to consciously watch things, but it's hard to do when, um, you've already watched something like if i'm mm-hmm. watching something and i have like an app like literally we have one we went through one episode of stuff a night and i have one hour i'm not gonna i don't really gravitate towards the stuff i've already seen right. so like i'm trying not to watch things and then have to rewatch with him and so it took us like forever to get through halo which was really good we finished the season so finally now we can start strange new worlds <laughs> Um, and so, uh, I'm really excited because it's, the first two episodes were so, so good, and I'm really excited to, like, actually be able to, like, move forward and not have, people, like, literally are, like, just DMing me spoilers because they assume I've watched it, and I understand that, but I'm also, like, oh my god, I am so, I'm, like, I know, I'm, please stop! Um, so, now I'm gonna catch caught up, and nobody's gonna, like, hopefully not gonna be spoiled for me anymore um so watching that and then I'm reading right now uh Roshni Chokshi's her uh upcoming adult debut is The Last Tale of the Flower Bride and it's a uh it's a like gothic like it's a like very atmospheric gothic kind of mystery novel and oh my god like I like devoured like maybe the first third of it last night it is so good it's like it's exactly the kind of like just like the atmosphere is so thick you can like bite into it and it's just like a very like her writing is all I've always been a fan of her writing her writing is beautiful but I really think writing an adult novel like her she's amazing at everything but like I think that's like within like very much her writing is as an adult novel is very much like exactly what I want out of a book and it's so good, and like I don't know, I don't think it's coming out till like next year. So I'm uh. sorry. I think it's gonna be out, like late next year. But, like galleys aren't even available. Like I'm reading like an uncopy edited manuscript, which I can't tell it's copy edited. So like it's great, but like I definitely, definitely, like, but it's so good.
0: uh jealous, jealous. So good. Um. All right. Well, that's that. We are part yes. of the Hard Knock Life podcast network. You can find all of the podcasts in the Hard Knock Media family at hardknockmedia.com that's n-o-c for nerds of color and thank you to our patreon
1: subscribers thank you to meredith and reed at the twelve dollar level twelve level and amber jordan annie brandy claire brian robert chris the knot family priya kisha ruth and kavita at the five dollar level uh, you can find our patreon at patreon.com slash the girls it's also linked in the show notes
0: uh, and then in the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter uh, at Geek Girls. I am on all social medias at Run With Skizzers S-K-I-Z-Z-E-R-S. I am on Twitter and Instagram at S-Krishna on TikTok at uh, Swapna underscore Krishna. Uh, and until next time. We will see we you. We will see you in, in hell. Hell!